0: This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, king Kong ain't got shit on me. And here we
1: go. So, welcome everyone to Realish, where we discuss film, TV, and kind of everything around it. My name is Jessica Lemon. I'm Derek. Hello. Hello. How are you? How I'm was do- your week?
2: It, it was. It was productive. <laughs> productive.
1: Productive. that's good yeah.
2: I, th- I like that word now productive,
1: <laughs> productive. where you're like I did yeah. things like yeah. yeah uh <laughs> no I, I I I know what you mean I know yeah. what you
2: mean yeah how was yours
1: and productive <laughs> <laughs> um no it was all right um I my last week at Vans is this week so last night was my last closing shift as an assistant manager
2: congratulations um
1: and I cannot wait to not have to be a manager for a company that doesn't really care about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's a lot of companies. <laughs> I know it sucks. Cause they just went super corporate, but like, it's not yeah. just me. Like they've lost like six store managers in the Jeez. past, like two months between like a couple of our districts, a ton of ASMs have left. Um, a lot of floor supervisors have basically like management like our turnover rate used to be like almost zero like our turnover rates like 50 percent right now (laughs) it's like really bad Um, that was that was my old job too yeah it's like i was training every day yeah it's like they went corporate they went super corporate really really fast like the the founder passed away in like may or june or something and basically from then on it was just like downhill <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you know it's still like I, I still enjoy the company but like i i just can't be a manager for a company yeah. that doesn't care yeah it says no, they I care that. but they don't care um that. but yeah so i i got to put in my two weeks and uh, uh i'm actually like i'm kind of like relieved i'm terrified i'm so scared because this new job is like not as secure yeah yeah, yeah. but uh So that means you guys have to listen to our show and and share our show so that we can make money off of this show and I don't have to be in an unsecure job. Thank you. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, not doing 9 to
2: five anymore,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, because literally, as soon as we're done recording, I'm gonna go do that other job for like six hours, so I'm like, okay, um, because I already spent like two hours working on it this morning before we started, so it's just you know, it's been productive, the week has been productive, yeah. Um, no, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. Um and it does give me more freedom to just kind of we can record more fluidly, yeah. I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can do like more acting stuff. I'm just excited. I it's this new job's gonna give me some freedom and
2: yeah, that's good.
1: Uh yeah, and that's, that's and good. that's what I need. I'm stressed, but like whatever. What yeah. am I not?
2: Hey, and look, may- maybe when COVID settles down and the world begins to open up as the show grows we can do live shows
1: you know (gasps) that'd be so fun that'd be amazing i went to to, um i always talk about them uh em and christine from and that's why we drink they're my literally favorite pot like i have their tumblr right now like like, i love them and um they did a live show tour they've done two and I mm-hmm. got to go to their second one in February, right before COVID hit. Oh wow! Um, so February, like the middle of it was like February like fifteenth or something. Um, me and my boyfriend at the time went to San Francisco to see them live, mm-hmm. and it was such a fun show. Yeah. And yeah I was yeah. like, I was like, I want to do this. Like, yeah. and this was bu- <laughs> this was before I even had my own podcast. Before I met you, you know. So yeah. I was like, I want to do this. I'd love to do a live show. Yeah. That'd be so much fun. I'd love to just like chat with like our, our listeners, like in person or like, oh, yeah, like, I just think it'd be really, really fun.
2: And think about so. how many rants will go on with that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. We're gonna have to have like, for sure, like a tour manager, like right there with like a, like, like you know, those like dog collars that like buzz. They don't talk, yeah, like yeah. but they like buzz. I'm gonna have to have one. Because I'm just going to keep talking and we're going to have our tour manager or our manager or our assistant, whoever, like off to the side, just buzzing like all the yeah. time. Like, okay, I'll stop, I'll stop. It's going to be like a oh, well. Pavlov, going to like train me yeah. to not uh, talk so much.
2: We'll get there one day.
1: One day, one day. We'll get there. Maybe like, yeah. let's let's put that as a goal. Let's manifest that. Let's put that into oh, your yeah. know A year, a year from today. What is today? September oh. 6th? September
2: sixth. So by September,
1: so by by September twenty twenty two, the world will be open. We won't be full of awful people on the planet because they'll <laughs> all be taking horse tranquilizers, um, or horse dewormers. Uh, so they'll all be gone. We won't have to worry yeah. about them anymore. Um, and we'll be able to tour. We'll be able to go and like talk yeah. to people in person about movies. Maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll be invited to like premieres.
2: Oh, look film film premieres uh, uh film festivals I would love to do those
1: yeah like yeah. even 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 once like the world opens up again if we can go to like festivals and just like just like do a show from a festival just like set up a table like yeah yeah got my my laptop with some like uh Hot, like hotspot Wi-Fi, like we'll mm-hmm. just do oh, a live yeah. show from a festival. Oh yeah! But we'll we'll be invited to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't we'll just show it. up. They'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. they'll yeah. be like,
1: hey, you guys, your show's really great. Like, come to our festival, and I'll be like, <laughs> okay.
2: That'd be funny to um, be the the, the wedding <laughs> crashers of podcasts. Oh
1: my, the pod crashers. <laughs> the pod crashers. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Tm 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 <laughs> trademark. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, go. well, I am glad. I'm excited to be back. Um, I think we should just kind of jump into some of our news stories for this week. Did you have any yeah. news stories?
2: Uh, I just, I literally just saw that uh, Venom Two got Ooh. moved up again. This uh-huh. is the fifth. This is the fifth um, release date that they've they've um, posted. But I think it comes out October first now. So they actually when was moved it? it when was it
1: supposed to be released?
2: Originally, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. I think it was sometime later this... Well, no, earlier this year. And then they pushed it, pushed it, pushed it, pushed it, and yeah, now pushed again.
1: October so. 15th is what it's saying now.
2: Yeah, they're saying October 1st now. Because it wasn't... Oh, so, be, it's,
1: so it's so it it was, supposed to be later in the year, and now, oh, Venom 2 release date yeah. moves up two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. so...
2: You know with with um spider-man far away from home um oh
1: i wonder if that's far, why they it moved it up far from home far, from <laughs> far home. Yeah. away from home away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when he was in space he was far away
1: that's home. yeah yeah
2: <laughs> but yeah um i guess with that coming out um and the the um also with the um the uh, success of uh shang chi Uh, yeah i was that's that's
1: my first story um is just the success like labor day records with 71.4 million dollar uh theatrical box office yeah like that's incredible especially the way that you know things are slowly kind of going back into just real life again yeah like theaters more theaters are being open a lot more people are vaccinated a lot of places are opening at higher capacities so like Mm -hmm. This I think is like the first film that's had like a solid theatrical release. Cause I mean, what was it yeah. the what was the last one we were talking about? Only made like 20 million. And yeah. we we're like, wow, that's really good because everything's been closed. That,
2: I forgot what that was, but yeah, I can't that
1: right there. Yeah.
2: They <laughs> um but see the thing about it is was what, what's interesting is with, with uh Shang Chi, they're gonna do the 50, 55 fifty-five-day theatrical release, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be on Disney Plus.
1: Oh wow, okay.
2: Yeah, so I'm Oops. waiting until
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not. To I'm that. not gonna go. I'm not gonna go see yeah. it in theaters. I just. Yeah. I'm still. I'm still really iffy on like going to the theaters. Like. Yeah. But I mean, granted, here, um, everything is still pretty much. You like, you have to get your ticket online in advance, and mm-hmm. like once you book your tickets, I think like two seats on either side of what you book, I yeah, I think are still, like, like closed off. So basically, oh, so it's two. Seats. It's
2: two on your left and two on your right. There that are, that are yeah. empty. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying it was one on each side. No, okay. no, no.
1: So it's like you okay. book three seats, but really you have like seven.
2: So, how does so that, that work two... if you're with like a date?
1: Well, you that's what, then you book the seats. So, you'll okay, you book, you buy, you buy the seats like online prior to going to the theater. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you pick the two seats that you want. So, you pick those two seats, mm-hmm. and then two seats to the left and two seats to the right will be empty. Okay. Um, so, okay. they'll basically close off those seats so okay. that you can't so nobody can purchase those tickets i don't know if that's exactly still how it is but that's how it was a few months ago it might have changed a little bit because i know that like i i work in burbank and there's like three movie theaters in downtown burbank Mm -hmm. and the parking lots around where those theaters are have been pretty packed lately um but there's also a bunch of restaurants and stuff you know people are actually going out and doing things again so yeah i know but yeah no this this releases is um is amazing 71.4 million especially um they i remember reading something like uh when was it i don't know like two or three months ago it was a while ago um Mm. when like things were or maybe maybe when the trailer released i don't remember but people were talking about how they were afraid it wasn't going to do well just because it was like an all asian cast and like Mm -hmm. it's still for whatever reason is is new to Mm -hmm. cinema um because it's like and and with like the kind of um flop that Mulan ended up being um, yeah
2: yeah I know that made them nervous for real yeah yeah
1: I think because of the way but also they released it in the middle of a pandemic like obviously you're not gonna make any money like yeah (laughs) but also
2: I I didn't understand about that plus also making it to where you have to pay for it yeah plus you know yeah and that was like that was the first one that they
1: yeah. <clears throat> that was the first one that they did that with right the premiere access yeah. was mulan so like yeah. i think it was just it was like they you it makes me mad because it's like they use that movie as an experiment
2: mm-hmm. on
1: what they're gonna do and it did they really should have
2: done that yeah and it Not didn't do well film. yeah yeah
1: and because it didn't do well it's like oh it didn't do well because it was like, like lead asians and it's mm-hmm. like no crazy rich Asians did really well <laughs> that movie was brilliant i love that <laughs> movie i've watched that movie like a half a dozen times
2: i still have to watch it but uh, the fact that Mushu isn't in there pissed me oh,
1: off. Oh yeah, I I didn't watch it. I didn't watch Mulan. Um, okay. So, but I did read that Mushu, and I was like,
2: excuse me. Yeah, he was. I like was like, one of the one of the, what are the spot. whole.
1: Yeah, I was like, one of like the whole themes of that movie was that like, it was you had that like comedic element with Mushu, but I think yeah they went with more of like the serious like historical side of the story i guess
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um and took away like the spiritual like uh guidance things that mushi yeah. was so I, I i'm gonna watch it eventually um it actually popped up um with what we're watching this week when yeah. i finished watching it because i watched it like two more times yeah. um, when i when i finished it it was like want to play mulan next and i was like nah yeah. i'm going to bed yeah <laughs> um yeah, but Papa no i'm i'm too yeah i'm really I'm really happy that this did did really well. Um I don't really know the story very well. I just know that it was like a a character and um like a like a comic book character and then it wasn't I don't know if it was like a super popular comic book character, but they kind of like brought it back up recently. and mm-hmm. um I'm excited to see it. I think it's gonna be good. um i I definitely wasn't sure of it prior just because i've never heard of the character Mm -hmm. um but now i'm seeing like all of the reviews and seeing like how well it did i'm like okay so like this is going to be a good one
2: yeah Um, yeah yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it too i just yeah i i don't know anything about uh, shang chi either
1: me either Um, yeah nothing
2: he was definitely a lesser known comic book character especially compared to like you know iron man captain america and all those guys Mm -hmm. but yeah, I I didn't I didn't know much, but I think that comic comic book came out like in the seventies though, so it's mm. been around for a while. But so it's yeah, not new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely it's not, not some new like
1: work. new character. Like yeah. no, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's I'm, the article I'm reading. It says it'll have a 45 day run. Some of the studios' releases this year, including Black Widow, premiered da 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 strong opening. Um, the forecasts had been closer to 50 million, so. They made 71. Um, yeah. but cool. Yeah, no, I am I'm excited to see it. Um, it did really, really well um just this weekend. So I think it's gonna be be a good movie. Um, anybody that's listening, if you've seen it, what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, 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 please. Don't um, spoil it though. <laughs> yes,
1: don't spoil it. Don't let don't let Derek see the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so to kind of stay within like Marvel. Um we're back on Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson. Um, yes. The Black Widow lawsuit may keep the Russo brothers from directing another Marvel movie.
2: Yeah, I okay. So I saw that headline and I didn't get to watch the article. What is the purpose? Per- like, get how to is to that? watch The article. I'm sorry. What?
1: You, you didn't get to watch the article?
2: Is that what I said? Yep. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was so stuck on the trailer. No, no. I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't get to read the article because I saw the I saw the headline, mm-hmm. but. I, I was doing some stuff already so I didn't even get to to read it. But what um what's the purpose? Like what what's going to hold them back from working on, with uh, uh, Marvel again?
1: Basically, they've just kind of hit like a uh what what they've written is they've hit an impasse in negotiations to direct another Marvel movie. So I think it may just have to do with like how streaming is going to move forward yeah um and how things are going to be paid moving forward in streaming um yeah. yeah it's like unsure how their next movie will be distributed and how they would be paid um i was reading or i was talking to my roommate about this earlier and and he was saying that uh that's that's how i like found out about it because this was only released like an hour or two ago mm-hmm. um and uh he was saying that Disney's like doesn't know like how they'll pay people for like streaming stuff. Yeah. So it's like they literally had no intention of sp- paying Scarlett Johansson for her streams oh, for Black Widow. It's
2: it's beyond it's, apparent.
1: <laughs> it's like it's literally like they they li- they just said it again. It's like we don't know how we're going to pay for streaming. Okay, so you literally had no plan. Yeah. To pay these actors for their work,
2: which is irresponsible yeah it's irresponsible because you think you're going to come out with this service you know you're coming out with this service years ago you you yeah, it's not new. Know. it's like
1: this has been in development for a while
2: yeah this is this is definitely not new so you know that you're going to do something like this you have to develop a plan in terms of knowing like we all knew well especially if you've been like in the in the uh film industry you know how things progress with technology and like Theaters weren't going to be the only way that we were going to be watching new releases. Like, the 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 pandemic just propelled that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely shot that. everything forward. Yeah, fast track, yeah, that's the word.
2: Yeah, so there's, there was no way we were going to avoid doing this, especially with the rise of Netflix and all that other stuff. Like, that, that was apparent. Netflix does well with their original films, so, you know, they're able to pay their people you know what they when when they work. So Disney should be able to do the same. I don't. Yeah. I don't really get the the reason why now. I was like a shock.
1: Yeah. They're like, oh my god, I have to do that. And it's like <laughs> I I did I did an episode of the Inbetweeners that was on MTV mm-hmm. in 2011. It aired in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a speaking role. You know, so I get paid royalties for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not much. I get paid. I will randomly get a check for like fifty cents from MTV. Like, it's really weird. Um. <laughs> But I'm like, I'm a working actor. Look, my yeah. 50 cents. Um, <laughs> I, I really do put in my two cents with them. Yeah. No, um, but uh, like that was 10 years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, if somebody watches the episode online, if something's like mentioned, whatever, like I get royalties for that. And right. it's like, that was 10 years ago. And I still get paid for for that show
0: right, um, right
1: as minimal as it is you know like i still get stuff from that mm-hmm. and like i don't see why they like they're able to track that kind of stuff like somebody watches the episode on online once mm-hmm. you know like they, they that's like oh those people get paid like 10 cents each for this episode being viewed by somebody mm-hmm. so it's like you can do that on like a bigger scale, when it comes to like Netflix, they track everything. They know what's yeah. trending. They know what's being viewed, so they yeah. know what people are watching. So it's like they know that like if a thousand people are watching Black Widow right now, mm. like they know that. They know Probably. that they can take a percent of those views and pay pay their people. So it's for for Disney to be like, oh, I don't know. We don't know how it, we're, we don't know how we're going to move forward with like paying for streaming. It's like, have you been paying? Like all of these movies from like the eighties, nineties that you have, <laughs> the eighties, nineties, <90s>, and two thousands <laughs> that you have on Disney Plus, yeah. Like, are you not paying royalties when people watch these things? Like, well,
2: yeah, especially if if something syndicated or or whatever, like mm-hmm. you have to pay that. Yeah, that exactly. A, there's no way around that. Like yeah. Netflix, Netflix doesn't share their um their financials with with different streams, mm-hmm. but they know what it is. So yeah. you you definitely know what people are watching. You I know how much everything costs. It's not like this is free. People yeah. are not people are not making these films Dude, for free. Disney's
1: making literally like a billion dollars like a month on Disney Plus subscriptions. Like they 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 can pay their people like like I just they're just greedy. I think that's really what it is. I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: Disney's just money hungry and it's just become so corporate and that's just kind of what the u.s is right now it's just yeah. so corporate where yeah. these ceos are making billions of dollars and then like people that work for them are getting the short end of the stick
2: my you know and fear. it's like I'm,
1: I'm seeing that firsthand with with my job you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. we went corporate yeah. and i'm literally seeing people drop like flies because mm-hmm. we're not being respected and we're not right. being compensated for the work that we're doing right and we're exhausted and oh mm-hmm. my God, our district manager literally told us that we shouldn't be exhausted he was like your numbers are the same like why are you exhausted we're like bro <laughs> we are literally still in a pandemic like we still yeah. have to deal with like uh it's it's just insane but like yeah i just uh, it's just it's just very corporate and it's yeah. it's really shitty for the people on the on the ends of things because they're just getting the shit end of the stick oh yeah and it's like
2: my fear is that this is this is what's going to uh damage the mcu as a whole
1: yeah which is scary because it's such a it's such a i can't think of the word but it's it's such like a uh safe space for people Mm -hmm. you know the marvel universe really is
2: yeah and and on top of that we have characters that we have not seen yet. We've been wanting to see Fantastic Four, X-Men. We've been wanting to see all these guys. It's like we want to
1: see these characters. We want to see these Blade. movies done well oh my god yeah like there's so many and and these are just characters that like have had things done in the past like there's hundreds of characters that people absolutely love in the comics that would mm-hmm. make really great films yeah and we talked about this when we watched uh, Suicide suicide squads like some yeah. of these characters they have their own comic series they've got like a hundred comics and it's like yeah. i've never heard of them yeah but they added these characters in and you're like oh wow these are actually really cool people I want to find out more about them mm-hmm. and like Marvel has that too there's so many characters that we don't have movies for we don't have shows for mm-hmm. that could potentially be brought in and make a ton of money for the company but like are people going to want to work for Disney to make these movies if right. they're not going to pay them their fair share Right. and I know like some people are going to be like oh but they're already making like millions of dollars but I didn't need any more and it's like I think I talked about this like before with Scarlett when we talked about her like lawsuit, it was just like if you're told you're gonna make a hundred dollars, but you only get twenty dollars,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like you're gonna fight for that other 80.
2: Like As you should.
1: Yeah. And it's like yep. if you if you know that what you're doing is supposed to pay you a hundred dollars, but a company's only paying you twenty dollars, mm-hmm. you're gonna fight for that other eighty dollars because that's mm-hmm. not fair. It's like and or, it's what or they owe. Yeah, and it's what it's what's owed. It's how the industry is. Like, there's Mm. so much more. I think a lot of people think like film industry stuff is like, oh, well, it's just like a camera and stuff. But like, there's so much that goes into it. Like for somebody to just sit down and watch a two-hour movie, it takes months to film, and then well, yeah, as I say, it's like it takes months to film everything. It takes a year or two prior to plan everything and write everything. It takes months and months later to edit and add in music and the sound. And there's hundreds of people that go into it. Sound
2: design alone. Yeah. Oh my god. And
1: it's like, and it's, it takes hundreds of people to put these things together. So you can sit on your ass and watch a movie for two hours. Yeah, you know, and it's like, yeah, they're making millions of dollars, but they're also spending millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. And just on locations, just on equipment, just on cars, Mm -hmm. like that kind of money is being spent on that. And then you have to pay your, you have to pay your, yeah, you have to pay your um, crew you have to pay yeah. your caterers you have to pay mm-hmm. the location people you have to pay your actors and it all has to be like you can't just pay somebody like 20 bucks a day you know yeah. like these actors if they're on like SAG you're making like a thousand bucks a day like minimum yeah you know and if you're on a contract and you're going to be making 20 30 40 million dollars Jesus
2: yeah one day. <laughs> And, one and, day and not like, not to speak of also you have to you have to get these permits to shoot in different oh places. my god the
1: permits and stuff to film in certain that's a cities process certain alone. Places. yeah that's a process to get the permit itself but you also pay for the permit like you can't just do shit for free mm-hmm. so like and like it depends too like on what you're filming and where you're going like sometimes they'll shut down streets yeah you know so they have to prep whole for that like yeah whole lot even here like here like um we haven't gotten it here but um certain like streets and stuff if they're filming something mm-hmm. like they'll put a thing on people's doors like we're like hey like this production yeah. um you can't park your car on the street um yeah. or your driveway um yeah. because the c- company basically buys out that street for like the day or something or like mm-hmm. a couple of days so mm-hmm. you have to park somewhere else because maybe they're using that street for a period piece mm-hmm. you know and like they need like not 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 a period piece but like a like something from like the 60s so they're going to bring in a bunch of cars from the '60s, mm-hmm. and they can't have a two 2021 yes. Ford <laughs> truck in somebody's driveway, yeah. you know. So it's like there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of planning. It's a lot with everything that costs a ton of money,
2: mm-hmm. and and that hundred can't... million that Scarlett makes isn't just for her.
1: No, yeah, she has to pay her people. She has to pay her publicists, her agents, her managers, her yeah. stylists. Yeah. Like all of that. Like she makes a hundred million but taxes. she probably yeah i was like taxes come out of that cuz those are those are the rich people that actually get taxed like unlike oh, yeah. unlike <laughs> like the bezos of the world <laughs> um but like you know so taxes come out they have to pay their teams and like sometimes their teams aren't are are like 20 people mm-hmm. you know and they have to pay those 20 people mm-hmm. um whatever it is so it's like that's the, they still need to make a profit but they it's like Out of that money, all of these other people are getting paid, and it's just like it's just like a whole thing, and it just like blows my mind. But I do think like the Russo brothers have directed so many of Marvel films that are just great, you know. Like, and they're such great directors. They're such a great team, and they know what people want to see. They know what's going to sell. They know what's going to do really well.
2: And they plan perfectly too.
1: They do, like they're they're them and their team are just great and yeah. it's going to suck if because of disney's greed we're mm-hmm. going to lose good content like we're going to lose good creative people
2: yeah well because I th- of greed i, I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to see more people that are from uh that are marvel characters in general that end up kind of pushing back that's going to force the hand of disney to do the right thing it's gonna it's gonna be a fight for a little bit
0: oh for sure but i could i
2: i can see them coming back to to doing these movies because there's there's no way when you look at the the uh the bigger picture like with the movies that are going to come you're going to want the russo brothers on
1: yeah
2: the and i think like, i on. think
1: it's um they just have such a passion for the marvel cinematic universe too
0: mm-hmm.
1: that i think they're They'll fight for it. I oh, don't yeah. think they're gonna be like, okay, yeah. well bye. You know, yeah. I think they're gonna be the type of people that'll that'll fight to get what their movie needs and yeah. what their actors need. Um, Most definitely.
2: Most definitely. So
1: um outside of that, uh, they are directing a new movie with I don't know where to go. Oh, I just had it. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> um they're they're directing a new movie with um chris evans and ryan gosling there it is um it's called the gray man um with oh, chris nice. evans ryan gosling and they're going to be their cia cia spies oh um, nice nice yeah and i guess it's a netflix collaboration um
2: because they, they did a great job with, with extraction yeah,
1: yeah i was gonna say Phenomenal. they did that with chris chris hemsworth so
2: yeah
1: um oh shit so uh the gray man it's touted as netflix's most expensive movie so it's Netflix's most expensive movie directed by the Russo brothers starring Chris Evans and J- oh. uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah.
2: That's gonna okay. That's going to be
1: that's, that's going to be very good. good. Um yeah. a summer 2022 release date. So Okay. Next summer.
2: Right around the corner.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh that's exciting.
2: Right around the corner. Thank you um, for y'all. Jesus.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yawning's contagious um this next one this is like another one we can kind of chat about and then i got a couple quick ones um so uh we kind of know a little bit of what's going on in afghanistan and and mm-hmm. everything that's happening with like the taliban and and it's just really really rough um but there's a lot of uh like filmmakers um from afghanistan and there's like a lot of people um um Kind of dealing with all of that. So uh, this article is talking about like Afghan filmmakers at the Vin- at Venice um, fear loss of their identity and their culture. Oh, um, specifically their female uh, filmmakers because it's becoming a thing again where the Taliban is kind of just really, really suppressing women. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like women are like who were working, who had jobs, who were doing all of these things are no longer allowed to leave their home for fear of getting killed just like on the street you know
0: um
1: it's terrifying and so some of these filmmakers female filmmakers who were able to flee um they're what they're saying is they're begging the world to not forget the afghan people and to support its artists um so it's just like i'm like getting teary because i'm just like thinking about like how terrifying that is um just like in general being like a woman in the entertainment industry sucks. Um but to put that on top of everything that's happening overseas and like what's going on, like it's it's just a lot. <laughs>
2: it's tough. It's um, tough. It's tough.
1: Um, but yeah, so uh Afghan female filmmakers who fled the Taliban begged the world to not forget the Afghan people and to support its artists warning Saturday that a country without culture will eventually lose its identity. Um, which is kind of what's happening. You know, their Taliban's kind of just like wiping everything out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the Venice film festival organized a panel discussion on Saturday to give a platform to Sahra Karimi. Uh, the first female president of the Afghan Film Organization, um, uh, a documentary filmmaker, Sahra who is presenting a project at the Venice Film Market Fair. Um, Karimi choked up while telling reporters about her own escape in which she had just hours to decide whether to stay or leave mm. and all that had been lost after the Taliban completed their takeover of the country um she talked about a bunch of films that were pre and post-production workshops that had been organized um insurance policy uh, insurance policies negotiated for equipment and said that afghan directors were increasingly being welcomed at international film festivals which is amazing um and then karimi herself said had presented a film at the film festival in 2019 um and she says it's our dream to change the narrative of afghanistan because we were tired of those cliches about afghanistan we wanted to produce films movies and to tell our stories from different angles from different perspectives to show the beauty of our country i'm getting emotional (laughs) yeah
2: yeah. (laughs) no it's like that sucks because we have a lot of stories and it's all have not been told
1: yeah and like i feel like a ton of what we see in the media these days these days literally for the past 20 years mm-hmm. um it's literally the past 20 years you were coming up on 9/11 next saturday yeah um, yeah you know so it's been 20 years and all i've known and all i've seen is desert and and um women completely covered head to toe like not being able to do anything mm-hmm. um, poverty and Mm -hmm. the only thing that like we've seen is like american soldiers coming in and giving food to babies like but it's not what it's like like they're it's a it's a country with people that are doing things and they're normal and they're they have families and they have interests like they have films that they want to make they want to make movies they want to be artists they want to be you know politicians they want to be newscasters they want to be uh i don't know cruise ship drivers pilots like whatever like they're Mm -hmm. human and it's like growing up this past 20 years all we've seen are these cliches Mm
0: -hmm. of
1: a destroyed country
0: right
1: when you know i think in like the 70s like i remember reading an article about um um afghan women in like the 70s and like i wouldn't have been able to tell you that that was like like, I would have been, like, oh, those people are from, like, Michigan, you mm-hmm. know, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like, or Chicago, and they're just chilling out in the, like, with their, like, like, tank tops on, and they're, like, oh, no, 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 oh, my god, can you still hear me? Yeah, 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 I don't know what I did, I hit something, and, okay, sorry, I hit something, and then my computer just, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, like, these people, like, it's, like, um, it's like when you think of like an Africa stereotype, you think of like huts and like people mm-hmm. with like grass skirts and shit.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's literally like not it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it's like there's all these stereotypes for things. It's like, but there's some places in Africa that are stunning that have five star hotels and, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. And it's like, you like, wouldn't think of that because of all of the cliches that media puts out there mm-hmm. so for these women to literally make a decision to leave their country
0: mm-hmm.
1: with our like ours you, know, you know like everything happening like oh well we're either gonna stay and be trapped in our home or we're gonna get what we can and just leave yeah like to just pack up and go is is crazy and um So their dream is to change the narrative of Afghanistan. And like, I really hope that they can. I hope that like the world is going to welcome them and their films and what they're talking about to, you know, break those stereotypes. I feel like we're in a place right now in society, just world society, where we Mm -hmm. are breaking stereotypes. Mm -hmm. We are... Pushing past all of that to see people for who they are versus for what they look like.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And our generation is very much the one that's like not putting people in boxes as much. Yeah. Um. And I think that's really good. It's still scary what's going on overseas, and mm-hmm. you know, I I still don't know a ton about it. Um. Even literally just reading these two lines, like I'm getting teary. Like it's really hard for me to like take all that in and and that I mean just shows like a ton of my privilege where I can just kind of scroll past yeah those articles you know yeah yeah
0: yeah. Um, but I
1: did see this one and I did really want to talk about it because it is very um prevalent in the political climate of things right now as well as you know it's film and that's what we talk about and that's what we we go over as we talk about films and these are filmmakers um women filmmakers from Afghanistan that are trying to you know change change the world really
0: yeah (laughs) um
1: and then um akarimi said imagine a country without artists a country without filmmakers how can they defend its identity maybe we're not politically politically ambassadors but we are ambassadors of our stories we are ambassadors of our identity yeah (laughs) uh it's just like very very strong words um
2: yeah yeah that's a lot oh
1: god and then she goes we're those people that represent our identity to the world through our films through our music through our creative works but we are now homeless um the most difficult decision uh she fled on the morning of august 15th with just a few hours to make the most difficult decision of your life to stay or leave um i'll send you this article so we can put it in the um like the show notes and stuff but it's 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 really good um um you know, she said we we're optimists. Um,
2: yeah,
1: she said, but with the Taliban takeover, it means we don't have anything to fight for. We lost everything, um, and that's kind of how the article ends. But um, yeah, I will send you this. This is a ABC News article about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's like definitely more, but like, it's just so much.
2: <sighs> yeah, hopefully they're able to uh, they're able to come uh, and, and set up here if they're able to and yeah
1: i think i think um that. having uh i i know that there's like a ton of refugee programs going on around the world right now specifically for um uh, afghanistan res- residents um or i mean i guess they're not really residents anymore um yeah. but refugees you know they're trying to get away from the taliban It's literally destroying their country and yeah it's scary that that's that's happening like it's it's almost as if what they're kind of saying is like afghanistan's almost being like erased Mm -hmm. um and if they're if these women like and these filmmakers like aren't there to tell the story of what afghanistan is it's just going to be gone and it's it's crazy but it won't be you know like these people are going to tell their stories and they're going to make these these films, and they're going to make, make people see that the cliches aren't the only thing that exists. So most
2: definitely, most definitely. Yeah.
1: <sighs> okay.
2: Yeah.
1: <You> it. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but yeah, let's, let's take a break so I can compose myself. Um, uh, and then before we jump into things, literally, I just have a few headlines. Um, but uh Let's take a break. Let me get my, my, myself together really quick and, uh, and, and we'll be right back. We'll be back. Hi, hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. My name is Jessica Lemon, and I am the host of Sour, Sweet, and Spooky, a paranormal podcast with a little true crime squeezed in. Because where there's paranormal activity, there's got to be some kind of true crime involved, right? I talk about ghosts, aliens, murder, cryptids, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and more. Stories from all over the world for you to enjoy every week. So check me out on social media at Sour, Sweet, Spooky, and pretty much every platform that podcasts are found and be ready for a brand new story. Oh, and remember, stay sour, stay sweet, stay spooky. So we're back. Um, I feel a little bit better. I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Um, Quick, quick, just a couple headline reads right before we jump into our review this week of Cruella. Um, Kristen Stewart uh, is playing Diana, and she says that there's a, a huge vast difference between uh her loss of privacy as a teenager when she was doing like twilight and everything yeah, yeah. and like the loss of privacy that princess diana had to deal with um oh, so she's kind of going through that yeah. Yeah, yeah um so that's i think super super cool um not cool but i mean super interesting um for her to kind of see how things were for like the royal family so that's that's um pretty interesting um Maggie Gyllenhaal is making her direct directing debut, um,
2: oh,
1: nice. and it's uh, Farente, I think is the movie. I think that's what it's called, or, or adapt, film adaption of Farente. Okay. Oh, no, no, the writing. That's the writing. Um, Elena Ferente, um to direct The Lost Daughter. Um, I guess uh, The Lost Daughter is a book. Um, she's going to turn it into a movie. It's going to be her directorial debut, which
2: okay. is exciting.
1: Yeah. Um, Maggie hall has been in the industry forever. Um, yep. Her and Jake have been doing things for twenty plus years, thirty yeah. years really, because they've been doing stuff since the nineties. um So I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see her her debut as a director. um Dune, because we're going to watch Dune when it comes yes. out, and I cannot wait. Director Denis um and Timothy Chalamet, star Tim- Timothy Chalamet, they uh, premiered at the Venice Film Festival. So Dune premiered. Um, it wasn't, I don't think it was competing in anything, um, but it did premiere. And they, it was an honor of a lifetime, Chalamet said, Friday at the Venice Film Festival. And he goes, I hope we get to do a second one. It wouldn't be, it would be a dream, but it's already been a dream come true. So I think that's really cute. I'm very excited to see the movie. I cannot oh, yeah. wait.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a good one.
1: Um, and our last little fun news thing um, that's not really film, but I guess it kind of is um, because they made an entire visual album. Um, Miss Beyonce is 40. She just yeah. had her 40th birthday a yeah. couple of days ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I just wanted to point that out because she's a queen. Um, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> literally Queen <laughs> Bay. So
1: I just wanted to throw that in there um and yeah, i mean it's kind of it yeah i was gonna nice. say i was gonna say that it, it was... is kind of like film related because like her visuals are phenomenal always yeah. and like like stunning so it is i feel yeah. like it is kind of like uh it's film related
2: it's I'm, film related. i'm gonna re, i might have to re-watch that uh pretty soon because that that was i love i love that yeah. i love that yeah i didn't listen to the album per se, but um, I did w- go back and listen to a couple of tracks after watching it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that they did a great job with that.
1: Bowie, yeah. sir, stay with me. I know you got your crunchy toy, and you love your crunchy toy, but Mommy's recording. I can't have you crunching away at your toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, like, that, like, crunchy paper on the inside, so when he... It's, like, you know, uh, like, baby toys that yeah. have that, like, paper just for, like it's that and he just sits there just goes like this yeah. country <laughs> um <laughs> um okay so yeah so that's kind of like I just wanted to go through a quick few headlines um oh, yeah. for a quick couple things to because I'm just excited about some of that stuff um so yeah so let's jump into our review yes. of Disney's <laughs> Disney um, <laughs> we just talked so much shit about Disney. And we're like, thank you for your their new movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, right is right wrong is wrong. Yeah, no. yeah listen, it was a good movie. Um we are talking about Disney's Cruella. yes. um yeah. I love this movie. I love Emma Stone. I was really I was really unsure of the movie when I first heard it was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, before I knew that Emma Stone was connected, I just saw the like, um, oh Disney's making a live action Cruella movie. Like, why? Like, what is it going to be about? Like, yeah. But I was excited because of Maleficent, and I loved. Maleficent.
2: Oh yeah, I didn't get to watch so, the second one yet.
1: Oh, it's really good. The yeah. first one's better, but the second one's still pretty good. Okay. Um. Uh, I've watched it a few times, so it's got that. It's got that rewatch. Okay, re-watch good. value good, 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 um good. but uh yeah no um I I was excited because of Maleficent and how great that movie was and I did enjoy that a lot um I had like my like on it just because I wasn't sure how they were gonna like make Cruella like the protagonist you know yeah
2: yeah um
1: and then when i saw emma stone was because i was like why is emma stone because it's it's cruella yeah
2: and then i was like
1: (laughs) yeah i was like wait why i was like cruella's this like icky old lady like what are you talking about um and then um it was like kind of like her origin story and i was like okay so we're gonna find out like why she became the way she was um I I I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the acting in it was great. the 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 cast was amazing. I loved the cast. I loved that. Oh, yeah. um, Emma Thompson. Oh, it, it hit my mic, and now I have to announce <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> um, but I loved that Emma Thompson was the Baroness. Um, she's so good. Um, Joel Fry and Paul Walter Hauser played Jasper and Horace, and they're both great. I love Joel Fry. He was actually in um, Game of Thrones, and he gets his head cut off. <laughs> hold on,
2: hold on. Um, what are, Game of Thrones.
1: Mm-hmm. Hold he on. Who do he play in Game of Thrones? He plays. Um, oh my god, his character's name is ridiculous. It's his Dahar Zolrak. in like eight episodes um he plays oh that's not what I meant no 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 um he's like one of the guys that you know in um when Daenerys is in that village that has like the slaves I think with like the neck collars yeah I think he's one of like the masters or like one of like he's like in one of the houses of like the masters or something Um i
2: remember him yeah
1: yeah i think i think so i oh. it's been a while since i've seen it but um when when was he in that when were those episodes 2015 so it's been like six years since those yeah. came out um 2014 2015 is uh the season he was in that's the first season isn't it 20 no I
2: think, wait they had eight seasons
1: most recent one ended in 2019 yeah it's probably so like the second season
2: 11. yeah that's to be a le- second or third season
1: probably the third season yeah um but yeah so he was in that um and i liked him in that and it was nice to kind of see him in another role a more like um like fun role
0: mm-hmm. um
1: paul walter hauser i've seen him in things before but i don't quite remember let me see he was in oh he was in black klansman <laughs> Oh, that was a good movie.
2: Oh yeah, he was. Um, it's hilarious how sometimes you you, you like some of these um, actors you've seen in other things and don't pick up on them.
1: Yeah, you don't pieces. realize that they're there. He was also yeah. in Cobra Kai. Um, yeah, I never watched Raymond. That. It was good. Cobra Kai was good. Um,
2: yeah. I've been hearing that. I just I, I just can't. <laughs> um <laughs> for some reason
1: <laughs> i like wasn't sure of it i was like no like i'm not gonna watch but it was it was a good it's a good good like family show if that makes okay. sense like it's a good family show with like properly done nostalgia from like the original Like it's good i i did i okay. i haven't watched the most recent season I'm, I'm, I'm like a season behind um but it's it's good um Yeah, no, the cast is amazing. Um, You also um, have—I've never seen this person before, but John McRae—he played Artie, so he played like the art the 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 artisty dude. He did a Um, great job. I loved his character so much, um, so much, and I really want to like see him in some more stuff. Like, I want to watch some of because he's still fairly like new to the U.S. market. He did a bunch of stuff in like the early two thousands, I think, as a kid. Okay. Um, yeah it it, the sandman um yeah cruella uh he's in uh she will and everybody's talking about jamie those are coming out this year already came out um but i'm excited to see um more from him
2: yeah he did Um, a really good job
1: yeah um and then uh mark strong who played um like the butler yeah, uh, I love him. He's yeah. great, but yeah, no, like the cast was amazing. Oh, uh, Kirby Howell uh, Baptiste uh, played um... Anita. Anita. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, I loved her. I love that she's Anita, and I love the way that they've tied everything together. Um, yeah. With Anita and Roger.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't, I actually didn't pick up on that until the, the, um,
1: the the, end credit the last, scene.
2: End credit, yeah, in credit scene. Yeah, I didn't pick I... up on that the entire time. Really? Yeah, because, to be completely honest, like, I, like, I watched 101 Dalmatians <laughs> as a kid, mm-hmm. but, like, I watched it, I watched the animated one a few times, and then the, um,
1: live action the live
2: action one I watched that a couple of times but when, once that was it like that was it for me I didn't I honestly didn't care about 101 Dalmatians uh like I did about like the Lion King or Toy Story or whatever right oh,
1: see I yeah so, no I I know what you mean I loved all of those but I loved 101 yeah. Dalmatians I had um a stuffed Dalmatian dog from the movie. I don't remember which one it was yeah um because there was a lot of them yeah. Um but I like it was want. one it was yeah it was it was <laughs> one of the it was one of the main like puppies yeah um but I had that as a stuffed I'm I'm almost certain I still have it like at my parents' house
2: mm-hmm. um
1: but I had that stuffed puppy forever for the longest time I loved because I loved animals a lot so I loved 101 Dalmatians so when um it was like oh and this is Anita and I was like Anita
0: Yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> and then um, I think at like one point they like mentioned like Roger's name, and I was like, or no, 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 it was um the scene when they're like, oh, Roger's just he just plays the piano all day, or like he yeah. goes home and plays the piano, and I was like, oh,
0: yeah,
1: wait, yeah. that's that Roger? Oh my yeah. god! Um, and then it, of course they tied it together at the end when uh, the after credit scene where they where they have the puppies, and yeah. it was funny because when they had. When everything, I just I feel like we're just jumping into this. Stuff. Um, okay, so the movie,
0: basically, <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. Um, <laughs> so the storyline of the movie um, is basically about uh, it's Corella Deville. It's how she becomes Corella Deville. So she was born Estella. That is her name is Estella, and she wishes to become a fashion designer, having been gifted with talent, innovation, and ambition in all equal measures. Um, but life seems intent on making her dreams, never making sure her dreams never come true. Um, she ends up being orphaned, um, at 12 years old and 10 years later, Estella runs wild through the city streets with her best friends and partners in petty crime, Horace and Jasper. Um, which I like, I like how they met up. Yeah. I think it's fun. Like they met up as kids and they had like their, the dog and everything, um, but I, I I really like how it went. Like I like that she's like a fashion designer, and she wants to you know, be creative. and she's so unique because she was born with the the split hair. And yeah. then they get in trouble with the law and she's like this 10, 12 year old kid. And yeah. she's like, I need to dye my hair. Yeah. Um, and then she becomes this redhead and it's just really, and it's a really pretty red color. Like it's like a burgundy, like red. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically just are doing petty crime for like, yeah. and the, and that, that's all they do is just all this petty crime. But then, um, then Mr. Um, Jasper is like, I know that you're into fashion so I got you to a job at the yeah. place that's like a dream for fashion people to work for mm-hmm. and unfortunately she's like uh a, a uh like a janitor kind of just like a maid like she's just doing cleaning mm-hmm. but she's persistent and she's tr- constantly pushing to try to get um a job even as like a seamstress as anything other than the maid for the mm-hmm. shop
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: guy her boss is an asshole and was like mm, yeah. No. Yeah. no 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 um so he asks her to clean her office or he she, he asks her to clean his office
2: he didn't ask her
1: oh no he like basically <laughs> demands her he basically <laughs> demands that she clean his office top to bottom she cannot yeah. leave until it is spotless yeah. and she's taking out the trash. Uh. Or she sees his alcohol and is gets drunk on his alcohol and as she's taking out yeah. the trash, there's this window display that she's been just like, ugh, Aang, like since it was put up. She hates yeah. it. She thinks it's the ugliest thing in the world. And she's drunk, she doesn't give a shit. She goes into that window display and creates something amazing. Yeah. Passes out in the window display and gets woken up <laughs> by her boss in the morning but uh the big honcho uh the baroness who basically owns the shop and is the biggest designer in the city um comes in and sees it and was like um that's incredible uh who did that and the boss her estella's boss is just like damn it like wow he was so uh, confused
2: <laughs> he was so excited
1: to be like oh she's fired like she yeah. it was a disaster she's fired and the baroness is like um no she's going to come work for me yeah <laughs> um which i think is cool it's like some like weird crazy way for her to get into where she wants to be and then she's just doing all this designing she's actually being a designer and mm-hmm. i liked how emma stone's character wasn't like uh like like timid with the baroness yeah
2: like, yeah because like hold back.
1: yeah she was like no that doesn't look good or like no this yeah. would be better and yeah. I really enjoyed that because I feel like a lot of times when you get that kind of dynamic in movies where like you have like the assistant or you have that that person and then you have like the main person that like makes all the decisions it's mm-hmm. like oh what about this idea and they're like no I don't like it and then you're like okay yeah you know or they're like oh like I did this and they're like do this instead and then they're like it doesn't look good and they're like no it does do it you know it's yeah. like she's like no this looks bad I'm gonna fix it and she's she, like this is what I would do and she's like oh that actually is better yeah. I liked that they had that dynamic it wasn't just like this like crazy like headstrong person
0: mm-hmm.
1: as like like the, the CEO or whatever like they, they actually were she like the Baroness was actually taking input from Estella which yeah. I liked I feel like that was very different I feel from what I've seen in movies before
2: it was a good mentor mentee dynamic
1: Yes. 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 Yeah,
2: it was really um,
1: good. I, I enjoyed that a lot, but I, yeah. I, um, uh, I, I swear to God, if this movie does not win an Oscar for costume design, I'm going to burn the city down. <laughs> um, this f- film, the, the, the dresses, the costumes, the way that things were done were just, out of this world so amazing yeah yeah. because like i think my favorite dress was like the trash dress where she like drives away yeah yeah, and i guess that really was like 60 feet of just stuff yeah um and like i think i think i was reading something that emma had to be like sewn into that dress they had to like sew part of it on (laughs) um and then obviously some of it was like cgi'd on there but like a good Mm -hmm. chunk of that dress was like an actual dress and it was super heavy and she like could barely move in it yeah and but like it's it's like so much of the dresses in that are not even just the dresses just like the everyday outfits yeah. like so well done so yeah. well done i loved seeing the fashion in it and seeing all of the different designs like incredible
2: yeah the back and forth between uh the baroness and cruella excuse me from show to show was really good
1: I loved that. It was really
2: good. I every uh, Corella just just one-uped her every single time. Every single
1: time. Like she's like and like the part that like I like I knew I knew she was gonna try something with was when she was making that dress for that like gala or whatever. Um that they ended up putting the dresses in the safe. Like like Mm -hmm. when um she was putting like the beads on the dress, um, Uh, the bead thingies and she got them delivered by uh, Horace Mm -hmm. and I was like what is wrong with those beads like what where I didn't even think about it I was thinking about it because I was like I was like are they knockoffs like is she gonna steal the real ones and sell them to make money like is that like the the thing that they're trying to do But when they made it so that like, they were trying to steal the dresses so they would have to put them in enclosed little safe space. Um, And they opened that door and all those moths flew out and all the dresses were destroyed. I was so impressed. I was like, that- (laughs) <laughs> so so like particularly like, so well thought out yeah. uh I was I love that I thought that was wonderful and then um when Cruella dies and she sends all the dresses and everything and all of the outfits and the wigs and everything to everybody that's invited and everybody shows up in the same thing that was when they my like tackled petty. when they yeah when they tackled that old lady I oh, like yeah. <laughs> she was like why are you doing this yeah um it was so good it was but like ah the outfits i just i literally cannot get over how incredible like every single outfit every single dress was like yeah and i love that you really see how just like i've just i'm 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 just looking at pictures of the dress they're so good yeah like these outfits are incredible and like and then uh the the alpha, where she had like the future. Ah, I'm, lit- I'm just looking at these and just, they're yeah. stunning. It, like it,
2: they were, it was a uh, very well done design wise because like I'm not into high fashion, right? Like I don't pay attention to high fashion and stuff like that, but this makes you kind of like It's like, yeah, it
1: it makes you understand because, like, her stuff was absolutely high fashion. Yeah. But a lot of it was like wearable high fashion. I feel like a a lot of times you see like high, yeah, you see like super high fashion stuff on runways, and you're just like, "Mm, nobody's actually gonna ever wear that. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. But then you see like some of the stuff that she did. It's high fashion, but it's also wearable. Yeah. And and I think that that's what I loved about it. I loved her, like, everyday outfits, like, Crue- Cruella's everyday outfits, Estella's everyday outfits were always so cute. Mm-hmm. And I I really, really hope they win an award, like, an Oscar. Like, there's no way that they that they won't at least be nominated for an Oscar.
2: They should be. Um, um, but to be completely honest, this is why, like, I don't even, with these awards, I'm not even, like, focused on them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because where someone should win something, or you think they, they usually don't be nominated, <laughs> they're not. They they're not even in consideration. Like it yeah. doesn't even make sense sometimes.
1: That but does I, happen quite I, often.
2: But I agree that set design and 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 just oh, set design. Everything just everything was, was just perfect
1: on point.
2: It, it, was, it like, was. It was. It was
1: literally so well done.
2: Yeah, and the 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 time what was this this was based like in the i think
1: 20s? it was
2: the 70s no 70s i'm sorry yeah, yeah it was not... like the
1: 70s well, yeah because they talk okay, about the... when she was in school it was like the 60s so 60s. like when she's a... yeah. when she... when she's like when she's an adult she it's the
2: 70s 70s yeah so like the the um this was in london was mm-hmm. a place in london but honestly it didn't what I liked about this was that it didn't come across like cartoonish the way like the animated films would have been yeah it's based in realism but it's it doesn't stray away from what the original thought yeah it's like you still
1: you still get like the feel of what the original film was. And I think the best part about that is when you do have that after-credits scene and mm-hmm. they get the puppies, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then you find out, oh my God, that's where Anita and Roger get their puppies, which I'm just processing. Oh.
2: Yeah. Um, that she said.
1: No, Anita and Roger get puppies from the same litter and then those oh, puppies get together oh later God. and make more
2: puppies. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Did we just have an epiphany?
2: <laughs> Incest of dogs. That oh is- Oh my
1: God. What the
2: hell, man?
1: Oh no. Oh. oh, they got they got to figure
2: out some way to to, to change that. I didn't even think about I,
1: that. I didn't either until just now. I was like, yeah, they got the puppies and then they get together. And I was like, and the puppies get together. <gasps> Wait. <laughs>
2: Well hold up hold up. There were three Dalmatians, right? Yes. So well never mind. That doesn't work. Never mind.
1: Regardless.
2: Never mind. The path I was just about to go just that should not be taken. That's still half
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um I had a dog growing up who who had like the same like dad and technically grandfather um because like the people i got him from the neighbor's dog got under the fence and impregnated like the mom and the oh. mom had puppies and then when those puppies grew up that same dog from the neighbors got under the fence again and impregnated one of them and that's where i got my dog from so he was like
2: they didn't do anything well that fence sir. So.
1: yeah i think yeah. they. i think it was like it was like a lab like it was a black lab so it kept digging under the fence Oh, man. um yeah and i've had a lab before and they he liked to dig so but wow. it happened yeah but it was a great dog he wasn't a great aggr- he was a great dog it's like bad genetically because it can cause like aggression and stuff but if you like raise the dog well then it's usually okay
2: oh my god so
1: <sighs> now we're caught up on dog because I, I was about to i was about to ask a different
2: question now i'm so caught up in this I,
1: i'm sorry i just i it really hit me like a like a wow. punch in the face i was like wait
2: and this entire time i was saying i was like that's such a great way to introduce the next I, yeah and i
1: was like oh it's that's such a so great way to tie phenomenal. everything in yeah but like maybe 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 it's not the same dogs maybe you know she gets the, the dalmatian puppies and they grow up and they die because they're old and then they get new dalmatian puppies because they fell in love with dalmatians
2: i'm hoping that's the case (laughs) but (laughs) the time period from when she took over the mansion to when those puppies were born yikes
1: oh no i wonder if they thought about that oh Oh, that that just made me
2: slick nauseous um because uh, now this is literally all I'm going to be thinking about when watching Cruella 2 this is literally the only thing I'm going to be thinking about like
1: I'm wondering I'm wondering what the premise of Cruella 2 is going to be is is, is it going to be like how in the movie where they're trying to try to get all the puppies
2: yeah I'm assuming is, it's going to be is, 101 Dalmatians
1: uh, yeah uh, based themed yeah 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 um or they could take it in like a whole different direction and it's not what happens in the movies it's or in the original, like, cartoon, it's, like, more of, like, Cruella just being, like, a big fashion designer or something. I don't know.
2: but She's got to be the villain.
1: She's I literally, villain. like, am so obsessed with these outfits. Like, I'm just looking at more of them. I, I forgot about I, the outfits.
2: I'm more so thinking about this incest. Like, this is, <laughs> big...
1: <laughs> uh, this
2: is disturbing on yeah. so many levels. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. Did you pick up on Jasper being in love with Cruella?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that I'm was wondering not how that dynamic. Why else? Why be.
1: else would he have gotten her that job? Yeah. Because he wanted her to succeed.
2: Yeah, but like it could be interpreted as just you know friends as well, right? Like just wanted to do something. I nice guess. A friend.
1: But I think yeah. But I just think like in general, like with everything else that was like going on, like there was definitely like a lot of little like little hints that like he he liked her, you know. Yeah.
2: I wonder how um, that's going to progress if 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 anything happens in the sequel. Yeah, um,
1: we'll just have to wait and see. Wow, I I can't wait though. I, now I have I so many questions. You're you're like there's a lot going on in my head right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but uh, okay, so how did you feel about the twist of who the Baroness really was? It made
2: sense because like I was the entire film. I'm thinking I'm like, okay, this um, they mirror each other so well,
1: mm-hmm. and like
2: I was like, okay, so this is where she picks up her um personality or or um just different, just different things of in, that makes Cruella who Cruella is. That's where mm-hmm. I just figured, oh, she just got all of that working with the Baroness. Yeah. You know, like you saw hints of it as a child and stuff like that, but I just figured that it was more so developed at that point. Mm-hmm. Where we see all along, it's been there. It's just that it was, it took for this um, this twist to come about
1: for it to be to like oh. un- be unveiled. Yeah. yeah, and I think um, what's his name? Uh, knew obviously he knew the knew the all whole along. time. Um, oh my goodness not what i meant to click on um but like the butler he knew obviously because he's the one who gave the baby um so i think when he started to see he was very i liked him a lot he was very protective over estella yeah um and he was very much like i know who this baby is like Mm i am gonna make sure that or i know who this kid is this this girl like there's no way that she's not this this same child yeah um
2: especially with the hair color
1: yeah well i mean she was she had the red hair for most of the movie so he didn't really know she had that split but i think when cruella Cruella came out he was like wait a second yeah um but yeah no i um i really liked his character i like how he did save her um when she was in the fire like literally about to die and you just see that person and i was like
2: i knew exactly who that was
1: i was like that's that's the butler guy isn't it (laughs) um (laughs) john the valet that's what he's credited as (laughs)
2: um
1: but yeah so i was like and i was really excited and like i it was very interesting so when the baroness was was shown to be estella's birth mother um i i think i think we kind of obviously we, we figured it out like a little bit earlier but i think it was just like once it was revealed it was just like i love Not. the way it was revealed when she when she says to her though when she's like mother and she goes
2: yeah yeah of
1: course you are mine yeah it yeah. all makes sense like the yeah. only reason you're as good as what as good as you are is because you're mine like yeah <laughs> um, yeah
2: I love I loved that interaction. I thought they played off each other very well.
1: Oh, they did. They did. They played They played opposite so well. Emma Stone, Emma Thompson. Uh, Emma Thompson is just... Ugh, I just love her so much. She's just a gem.
2: Okay. Did Was that the... Emma Thompson. Was that yeah. the lady that played Anita in the live action?
1: I do believe so. Um, let me pull it up really quick. Because um, I was looking.
2: I couldn't she, find anything.
1: She's also... No, it's... No, 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 no. That's that's not her um okay she's um gosh darn it um she plays professor Trelawney in harry potter um yes. Yes. she plays uh nanny mcphee um yeah i didn't watch that that's a good movie that one's cute Um, She's in Love Actually, I forgot about that. Oh, Treasure Planet, I forgot she plays Captain Amelia. She's literally, I love her so much. Um, I'm trying to think of who, no, let me see. I think in 101 Dalmatians. In 96, Glenn Close plays Miss Cruella de Vil. Wait. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh no no. Uh, Jolie Richardson plays Anita. Okay. Um. And she she's in a lot of she's in so much stuff. Um. No, she no. So it's not the same person. I don't I don't know why okay. I was like yeah that's her it's not her. I su- um, like
2: the entire the entire film. I'm saying I'm like that's got to be her. I I. I they I do have
1: like... very similar like features like they're both yeah. like blonde British women with like blue yeah. eyes. Um they do have very similar features that no they're, they're they're different. Um but uh yeah I uh I I loved everything this I we are doing ratings yeah um twenty out of ten. I fucking loved it. I've watched <laughs> it like five times. Like it's so oh, yeah. Yeah I literally watched it when it first came out on Disney Plus um and then I've watched it like one or two times since then. And then we were like, "Oh, we're gonna do Cruella. So I watched it like two more times over the past couple of days. Wow!
0: Like I just put yeah. it on to
1: like in the background because I was like to refresh my brain yeah. um, while I was like doing stuff in my room, like cleaning, and organizing. But like I watched it like the past like couple of nights. Like, yeah, it's a great movie. I love the movie. It is. I, it's hundred percent. Like I would love to be in this. Mo- I would love to be in this movie as like a a th- like a not even like a secondary character, like a third thirdinary yeah. character. Like yeah. I would just love to be in. Like the second one or something. It's just yeah. it's a it's a great film. It's a fun family film. It's good entertainment for like adults too. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really well done. The cinematography is great. The oh, costuming yeah. and design of it. Every aspect of this movie I enjoyed.
2: Yeah, no, I loved it, and and
1: watchability is one hundred and fifty percent.
2: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> what,
1: did it, what did it even get? Like, what ratings did it even get? It got. Ew! It only got a seven point four on IMDb. See,
2: this is the reason why I don't
1: I hate pay these like rating ratings anymore.
2: I just leave them alone because that doesn't make sense. This was a very well done movie. I I, I give it ten out of ten. Um, I, I think for sure I could I could watch this again.
1: Rotten Tomatoes got a oh no 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 mine hold on Rot- oh, Rotten Tomatoes also seventy four percent but audience score is 97 percent yeah so. um with five thousand plus ratings so um it did well
2: <laughs> it did it did i i liked it and and i'm i'm excited for uh the sequel because i i, I can only imagine where they're gonna take that she's gonna she's gonna try and make a dalmatian coat there is no way that's not gonna happen
1: yeah because they already made the one she was like she killed my dogs yeah but then yeah. she like didn't um but so the critics what the critics say about Cruella Cruella can't quite answer the question of why its title character needed an origin story but this dazzling visual feast feature feast is awfully fun to watch whenever it's leading lock leading ladies lock horns so they even said that it was a great movie but they give it a 74 (laughs) percent
2: yeah see I I these ratings uh, uh from critics I
1: I don't trust critics i don't
2: trust critics either i think we're gonna need to i think in order for me to actually be able to trust critics is gonna be that um either um critics got to be more so like from our generation for me to really, yeah like, dude kinda, that's like, what i think
1: i feel like i feel like these critics are like 65 year old men who don't give yeah. a shit. like
2: it's They're like it's like
1: in, in ratatouille yeah it's like ratatouille with the yeah. critic there yeah. and he's yeah. just always grumpy and angry yeah. Until he gets that one meal, and he's like, oh. it's "Yeah." Like transfer. That's oh, that's probably one of my favorite, like, scene transitions in like film.
2: I have to watch that movie again. I've only well, seen it once.
1: It's like so. In that that transition, he he's the critic sitting there, and he takes a bite of the 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 food, and as soon as he bites it, he looks up, and it's like, it's it's like far like far, like zooms in um to his eye and then I know Bubba. It zooms in on his eye and then it zooms out and he's a kid at home eating oh, his moms. And okay. it's just so okay. beautiful. Um yeah. so it like zooms in and then zooms out. It's just I don't know. I just really loved the way that like this zo- I don't know.
0: Yeah. It looked really cool. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah so like a gazillion out of 10 um I would literally love to be in this movie um or pro- prob maybe the the next one disney <clears throat> um let me know i'll send you my headshots uh yeah, disney yeah. um i know i just said that you're really greedy but listen so am i <laughs> i need a I'm, I'm greedy for some work um <laughs> so uh hit me up uh yeah. <laughs> get me into cruella too <laughs> maybe i could i could i can be a i can be mean yeah, I can, maybe yeah. maybe I can be maybe I can be Cruella's new villain, like her yeah. her antagonist of the movie, yeah, or maybe yeah. I can be her like best friend. Maybe I could be her mentee. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she has another mentee, her little assistant with glasses running around trying to get everything done. I can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I very much enjoyed it. Um, do you think we have time to do a few um little things? So this this new little thing that I think would be fun mm-hmm. um is guessing the movie based on a badly described description, bad description of it. It's like badly described oh. movies.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Rapid fire. You. Rapid fire. Let's see. Yeah. Okay.
2: Let's see what's up.
1: Um, okay. Um a grumpy, ha- a, a, <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> a grumpy emo chick ponders whether to sleep with a corpse or a dog over several years.
2: Wait, what?
1: A grumpy emo nope. chick ponders whether to sleep with uh, a corpse or a dog over several years. No. I'm not. Ki-
2: yeah, please. I'm because that's disturbing. Twilight.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's really good. That's good. really okay. good. Yeah. So
1: here's here's the next one. A group spends nine hours returning jewelry.
2: Uh, uh, oceans. Oceans. No.
1: <laughs> A group spends nine hours returning jewelry. Ah. Uh. Oh, Our man. listeners are screaming the name of the movies.
2: I hope they are, because I can't that just, that threw me for a loop too. Alright, ready? Yeah.
1: Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's like, once you hear them, you're like, oh my god.
2: Yeah, duh.
1: <laughs> um. Alright, here's the next one. Everyone tries the Ice Bucket Challenge. Aquaman? No! Titanic!
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> oh no! Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and um, Jack and Jack lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did not Jack win lost. the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next next one. Um, Boy spends seven years being a third wheel. Uh, 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 Robin. No, Harry Potter.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Man.
1: Oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna be
2: horrible with these.
1: These are so you're doing so bad. <laughs> um, let's find one. Oh, this one sounds ridiculous. A guy that's alone in the forest kisses a dead body while seven other guys watch. Snow white. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one real quick. Um yeah. Donald Trump is a human being for three seconds.
2: Uh, maybe for seconds. James and a Giant Peach
1: no Home Alone Home <laughs> Alone 2 when he like tells tells uh, Kevin oh yeah girl wakes up to a stranger on top of her in a bed it's cool though because he's hot
2: uh, Shrek
1: no Sleeping Beauty
2: Sleeping Beauty wow I knew it had <laughs> some fairy tales okay
1: um, a noseless guy has an unhealthy obsession with a teenage boy.
2: Not Pinocchio. Uh-uh,
1: a noseless man.
2: noseless man has a strange. You say a noseless man has a what?
1: A strange obsession with a teenage boy.
2: That sounds very pedophilish. I mean. What is it? Harry Potter. Okay. All right. All right.
1: <laughs> no this guy. Okay. Um. Do one more.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Let me find. Let me find a good one. Oh man. Ah. Uh... This is gonna
2: be horrible.
1: <laughs> kid <laughs> comes out of the closet.
2: <laughs> that's the description.
1: Yeah. Kid comes out of the closet. Monsters Inc. No. That would. That's funny though. <laughs> What is it? Um Chronicles of Narnia. Uh was that really a closet though? Yeah, it was a wardrobe. A wardrobe is kind of like a closet. I mean, it's a little bit different. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah. Hold okay. on.
1: Let's let's do let's do one all more, right. all right? People drink coffee for 10 years. This is a show. The Office. No, Friends. Oh, man. <laughs> i'll save i'll save this link i'll save this link we'll do we'll do a few more of these next week okay
2: yeah please please let's do it
1: <laughs> but i just thought it was really fun we were doing them at work yesterday and i was like i'm recording tomorrow you need to send me this link so i can do this at my, on my podcast and my my coworker, she was like i've listened to your show it's actually really funny i was like you listen to the oh, show wow. hey and she was like yeah and i was so hi i thank you for listening what's <laughs> her name a- i i
2: Hi, Aydin. How you doing? <laughs>
1: um, so so she watches. So I think... Thanks for
2: listening. listening. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, she
1: said it was really funny. So well, good, that's good. good.
2: I'm glad she likes you. Okay.
1: All right. I think we are good. It is... We're good. We're good at what? Like an hour 20-ish?
2: Somewhere in that range. Yeah.
1: Ish. That's <laughs> yeah. not too bad. Not at all.
2: Not at all. Ooh,
1: more yawns. <laughs> um, now I have the rest of my day to do my other job that I also don't really want but it (laughs) pays my bills so what what's a girl to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but thank you all so much for listening this week um as always if you have any suggestions for movies you want us to watch it doesn't have to be brand new it can be from like 30 years ago like i don't care
2: um
1: i would love to get more movies that i haven't seen yes um, that's so the point anything- of this film
2: that's the point of this podcast too being able to <laughs> get into other things we've never be- watched before so yeah please.
1: so any suggestions send them our way um you want to go over all of our socials go through yes. the socials
2: yes Give yours.
1: sorry i looked over at my dogs like mom i have to go up. literally <laughs> this is his look he's like he's <laughs> like big old eyes He's excited, he's like, I really gotta go, mom. Um, so mine is uh, it's just all uh, at Jessica Lemon with two L's, so that's like Instagram, Twitter, I think my Facebook, um, as well as my other show, Sour, Sweet, and Spooky. Um, I have a new office now, so I actually yeah. have an office so I can record. Um, so I'm actually going to be hopefully working on the newest episode of Sour, Sweet, and Spooky soon. Um, i
2: have just wait. been
1: working. Yeah. I've just been working two jobs. So yeah. I've been squeezing in recordings for this, but yeah, I, I yeah, haven't yeah. really had time to sit down for a few hours and, yeah. and research the other show. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I have this space now. So yeah. Sour, Sweet, and Spooky is definitely going to be, be starting back up soon. Um, honestly, it's probably going to be like October 1st again. Uh, that's hey. when I started it. So October 1st is my year with sour sweet and spooky um, well, congratulations <laughs> thank you i'm very yeah. excited i think that's going to be like the relaunch of it um just okay. because now I'll, i will have a, i have a place to record and i'm yes excited ma'am. yes ma'am so that's that so sat at sour sweet spooky on like instagram twitter facebook all of that fun okay. stuff so that's me
2: all right and you can follow me uh at Derek underscore ots D-R-I-C-K, black way to spell it um or Mainly, you could just follow the OTS page. I, I would prefer you follow that than, than follow me. So at OTSGuys, that's on all platforms, uh, youtube.com forward slash OTSGuys. Visit the website, OTSGuys.com. You can see all the stuff that we have uh, going on have coming up uh i do need to go ahead and revamp that that site because there's a lot of stuff that needs to be taken down you gotta
1: update it with me i'm not yeah
2: i actually i need your picture (laughs) and bio for that i thought i said that long ago but yeah so
1: well i just got headshots done so i'll pick one and send it to you (laughs) yes yes
2: and and uh yeah just follow us everything we have uh other shows we have uh you know of course realish we have other shows that you can check out um so please do that let us know what you think yeah all right we will catch you guys next week
1: bye guys